Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Most often, we spend our time looking at the Gospel passage or perhaps the Epistle reading, uh, but very rarely focusing on the words of the Old Testament reading. However, this morning, I think what we hear in the words of Isaiah are so important for us to hear that that is the place that I will focus on this morning. Because what we hear God saying is the reality of the new life that's offered to us by virtue of our baptism through Jesus Christ. And what happens in the waters of baptism then is just as God chose Israel to be his chosen people, through the waters of baptism, through the work of Jesus Christ, all that who say yes to Jesus are then adopted and chosen and included into the family of God by virtue of that baptismal water by virtue of what Jesus has done. And then just as God saw Israel, the chosen people, so then through Christ we are adopted and seen in that same way. And what we're told in this beautiful passage from Isaiah is to fear not, for I have redeemed you I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. That this is how God sees us, his children, also, right here and right now. And he calls us to fear not and remember that we have been redeemed. Remember that God has called us, each by name, to come to him, to be adopted as his children. When you pass through the waters, God says, I will be with you that his promises to remain with us no matter what we face. And as we pass through the waters, symbolic of the exile, passing from death to life to new beginning, that we're reminded that God is with us forever, that he promises to walk with us no matter what we face. And even when we pass through the rivers, the scripture says, they will not sweep over you that no matter what life throws at us, in the end, God wins, not the circumstances of our life. In the end, we will receive eternal life. In the end, we have redemption. And even on the hardest day of our life here on earth, that circumstance does not get the last word. Even death does not win in and through Jesus Christ. For we have new life in Him. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Again, another statement that we need to understand how much God loves us. How much that He will be with us. 
Because often as life circumstances come upon us, it's easy for us to say, well, where did God go? How is this happening? It feels like whatever we're facing is just going to crush us. But God says it will not harm you in the end. In the end, God has already won the victory over sin and death forever. And God says to us, I am the Lord your God, the Holy One, your Savior. I have set you free. And in fact, how much he loves us, we hear these words that I will give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. And when we hear these names here today, uh, they kind of just pass by our mind. But these are great cities of the time. Valuable, majestic cities. And what we hear God say is in order to ransom you, in order to have you in my presence, I will give the greatest treasure away. So that Israel, who is this floundering people wandering, or us, chosen through Christ, as we wander through life, that God will give the greatest of his riches, and in fact gave his only son, so that we could live in his presence forever. Again, a demonstration of our value to God, of how much God loves each and every single one of us. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. God says, do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons and daughters from afar, from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by na my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. That no matter how far away we might seem, God is saying there is no place that I can't go. There are no lengths that I won't go to call you back to me. Because you are my people and I love you. And this is all that happens to us by virtue of our baptism. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, just as it rested upon Jesus. And as we rise from the waters of baptism, at that moment God sees us as he sees Jesus. And how are we told that he sees Jesus? Jesus rises out of the water and God says, You are my beloved. With you I am well pleased. And that's what God says to us as we emerge from the waters of baptism. And because of God's love, because of God's faithfulness, because of God's power, by virtue of what's bestowed upon us in our baptism, there is nothing we can do to separate us from God. Even our sin on our worst day can't break the faithfulness of God. It can't break the love and covenant of God. That's the good news of the gospel. That our walk with God is not dependent upon our perfect performance, but rather is dependent upon the faithfulness of a God who loves us. So once he takes hold of us in the waters of baptism, Jesus will not let us go. 
and will walk with us no matter what we face. And we may wander on our own, but rest assured, God's power will pull us back. He will bring to fulfillment the promise he gave us at our baptism that we are marked as Christ's own forever and that he will raise us up with Christ that we will be with Jesus in the new heaven and the new earth when he returns again. And so I hope and pray that for each of us, these words that we heard in the Old Testament, a place where we don't often spend our time preaching, but that we would hear these words today of the depth of love that God has for each of us. Because there's plenty of times in our life when we may not feel that way, or we may look at our own life and think that we're not worthy of God's love, or that all seems hopeless or lost. But in the midst of it all, may we be reminded of the depth of love that God has for us. For he says to us again, I have called you by name. You are mine. I will give everything for you, and I have through Jesus. And in the end, my victory will be yours. And whatever you face, remember, I am with you always, and the circumstances that you are going through will never win the day. For God's power will triumph. God is faithful, and he will bring to fulfillment the promise he made to each of us. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We thank you for your great gift and sacrifice in sending Jesus Christ to come among us. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins made possible in him. And we pray that your Holy Spirit would teach us more and more day by day what it means to be called your child, what it means to follow you. May we come to know the depth of love that you have for each of us. And may our lives be built on the certainty of your victory, your faithfulness, and your promise. And we ask all this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.